Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Hello. We finally did it. We have Just Between Us podcast merch available for you guys. It is up on justbetweenuspod.com and you can go and get sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, stickers. It's all amazing. I mean, it's very good stuff. I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have an amazing international question sweatshirt. We have, is this a date? Would you forgive this liar? Would you stay with this cheater? All of America's favorite game shows available as stickers and mugs and shirts. Um, it's some of our best work. I think. I think it's like our best merch ever. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's our best merch ever. So go to justbetweenuspod.com and get all of the merch for our podcast and then send us pictures of you wearing it. Oh, yes. Forever. Dog. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It. Woo, woo, woo. And Melissa's enthusiastic. <laughs> Everyone's oh, favorite deep dive into Reddit. I kept that Don. one short for you. Good. <laughs> I figured if I woo woo woo, then yeah. it might add. You were trying to usurp it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was successful. Wow. What are some words that you learned through reading that you had no idea how to pronounce? Subtle. As an audiobook director, I run into this a lot. Right. Because I have to look up words all the time. I'm trying to, I have lists. Subtle. Oh, subtle. Yeah. The name Hermione. I was about to say the name Hermione. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I used to say it. Her, her, Hermione. Hermione. I'm also just finished reading a book that was um, about like aliens and like mm. an alien planet. And I have no idea like how the author intended me to like pronounce the name of like the alien planet. Yeah. Yeah. Because like he probably made that word up. Yeah. yeah. When I'm directing audiobooks, I have to contact the author for a lot of things because oh, if, if it's not like a word word, I have to contact them. Sometimes they get back to me. Sometimes they don't. So if they don't, just got to go with what me what and the narrator is, figure yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. Siobhan. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I know somebody with that name. So, Are they from Ireland? Ireland. They're from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are they from Cleveland? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sersha, <laughs> that was one. Those, those are proper names. Yeah, I mean, like words that like. Yeah, I have had so many. I'm trying. To, I can't remember what this word is, but there's two pronunciations of it. And niche. It's not niche. Niche and niche. But that is one of the words that I had to Look clarify. Up, I know. No, clarify like which one do you want? Um, but there's a, there's a word, and I can't remember what it is. But I will say that. A um, Tony Award winning actor go on wanted to do the hoity toity version of the word uh-huh. where there's two pronunciations uh-huh. and I was like no we have to do the standard American and they got an attitude with me really uh huh did they say I have a Tony no but that's the way they said it and the way they delivered it and did their little hand with it I was like we gotta calm down I <laughs> love. <laughs> All I can picture is Catherine O'Hara, mm-hmm. the way she talks. Yeah. 
All right, so let's let's dive into some good stuff. Uh, considering my wedding is coming up, I thought we would we would uh, visit the Bridezillas subreddit. Ooh, yes, give it to me directly into my veins. <laughs> let's go. Um, I I am curious about how bad of a Bridezilla I've been. I feel like on a None. scale of Not zero at all. to ten. Yeah, but you haven't seen all my all my freakouts. But like, a lot of times people will have like Bridezilla moments while wedding dress shopping and fitting and things. And I've been to two of them with you and they were fine. Also, I think, Allison, one of the, the uh, aspects of being a bridezilla is that you're making everyone else's life a living hell. And thus far, you haven't. So I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, like buying like my gifts for the bridesmaids and I and like it's all like I'm so thankful for you. And I was like, I haven't really asked them to do anything. That's what I'm saying. Like you have like I asked people to come to my bachelorette and then Rachel had to sew Phantom's kerchief so that it uh, the the kerchief I got mm-hmm. him needed like where the hook was for the leash to be moved. Mm-hmm. And so she did that. Yeah. Yeah. But usually a lot of times with. Bridezilla's is like making sure everybody does things exactly how you want it. And I feel like you're doing a lot of appeasing for other people. Totally. Yeah. But I have been like, I have pushed for certain things. Like I I, I really threw a fit about getting my ice cream cake. Yeah, but, but it's your wedding. a joke fit, but still. Yeah. yeah. But still. I'm yeah. glad you didn't go to Baskin Robbins. I'm not. That would have been great. Get the whale. <laughs> Okay, so I'm definitely not as not as bad as this person. I'm um, excited. And so it's a it's a screenshot of a of a text exchange. I'll be Bridezilla. Okay. And Melissa will be the OP. Okay. Okay. So with my wedding, were you still coming? Because I was thinking maybe you shouldn't. Oh boy. Like I don't mean to be harsh, but I thought you'd be over what happened by now. But you cried today just because some lady had a baby. It's just a bit dramatic and lots of people don't know yet because apparently you aren't ready to tell people. I think if you don't tell people, you shouldn't come. Like I'm trying to be as nice about this as I can, but everyone will be asking why you aren't pregnant and I don't want them distracted from making me feel special. What happened sucks, but I thought you'd had long enough to get over it so it wouldn't be a problem. Like maybe you could announce it on Facebook so people know. (laughs) This is about to be about a miscarriage, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay, I need a minute to process what the fuck you just said to me. Don't take it the wrong way. You know I'm right, and you just need to move on. I want my wedding to be about me. I don't want it ruined by you, no offense. You would do the same. If you don't want to announce it, then just don't come. <laughs> This is the oh most, is this real? This is the meanest person alive. Whoa, people get so singular about their weddings. So let me get this straight. You don't want me at your wedding because the fact that my baby fucking died might ruin your day. Like, I just want to make sure I have this right because if that's what you're saying, that is just super fucked up, dude. As in, don't worry about me being at the wedding because we won't be friends. So I want to be sure I understand. I mean, that's not how I said it. Okay, so what did I get wrong? You're twisting my words. I just want to be the most important person on the day. And if people see you're not pregnant, they will ask. And then it will take the attention off me. I just thought you could announce it now so that by the wedding, no one will talk about it. I don't think it's such a hard thing to do. Mm. (laughs) This is wild. Oh my god you know what you enjoy your day without me 
I hope our friendship is worth all the attention you so desperately need. You giant trash pile of a human. You're being silly, but okay. Like, what is so wrong with wanting to make sure my day is about me? If you think we can't be friends because I want to be the most important person on the day and don't want people thinking about you at all, then I guess we can't be friends. But you're being really selfish. It's been two months. How much time do you really Whoa. need? Oh my God, this is, this is absolutely bonkers. It's not like you knew her. And I just don't want the focus to be on you. So I think you announcing it is fair. That way everyone focuses on you now and not later on my day. Yeah, we're done. Holy shit, I cannot believe you. You think I give a fuck about attention on me? She was my baby. How fucking dare you? Seriously, glad I found out you were trash now so I don't waste any more time speaking to you. Tell blank. I'll see him at the divorce party. <laughs> That's the sickest burn to end that exchange with. Tell your fiance I'll see him at the divorce party. Oh my God. And then it says the wedding got canceled. Groom to be dumped the heartless trash bag. Wait, really? Yeah, that's what it says below. Well, I don't know if that's true because that's not who, that's not the OP. I think that's just a commenter hoping mm. that that's what happened. Interesting. Oh, no. They said, I want to see the source. It was added to the original Facebook post. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So it did happen. Um. So here's Allegedly. the thing is that I see a lot of stuff, even on like, I follow something called wedding attire. I just, I like, I follow a lot of things where it's like people giving yes or no to different clothing. Really? So, like, yeah, I don't know why. Like, I follow, like, outfits or, like, you know, something where it's, like, what, like, is this outfit good or bad or whatever? And then I see what people say because I don't really have an opinion. But, um, but. I find that hard to believe. Well, my opinion often doesn't match what the other people think. So, so that's kind of one. interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so there was one. People, what I've noticed is that people are so intense about where the focus is during a wedding at the expense of anything else. Like, I remember we read a thing about a, a, someone in a wheelchair who, like, they didn't want... It was a long time ago. Maybe it was an international question or something where, like, it was, like, someone in a wheelchair and the bride was, like, could you not be a bridesmaid because it'll, like, take... it? You know, the pictures won't look good or it'll take attention off me. Or, like... And it was see, somebody... Didn't there was one about glasses one time? Glasses. Yeah, I don't glasses. think it was a wheelchair. It was some sort of like disability or whatever. Like it's just like a thing where like and then people appease it. Like people are like absolutely the bride is right no matter what. Like that has not been my experience. Well, I don't know. Like online, I'm seeing it. Like so, there was one where there was this trans woman mm -hmm. and her mother in law uh -huh. said you need to wear a suit to the wedding, <gasps> and the sister in law is who's getting married. The trans woman's mm -hmm. partner's sister. Oh, okay. And the sister was like, just uh, wear, a, wear a dress, like wear, you know, whatever. And then the person was like, I bought a skirt suit to wear. Mm. And was like, should I wear this? It's like malicious compliance, right? And then there were so many people in the comments being like, this is your sister-in-law's day. This is not the time for you to stand up to your mother-in-law. Like, don't, like, there's so many things in those wedding attire subreddits. There's so much a thing of, like, this is the bride's most special day ever of her life. And anything you could ever do to even cause a, a minute level of stress, even if it makes you want to die, is not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's so much. That one felt like an excuse for transphobia, Well, though. absolutely. But I've seen it even on, like, hey, I don't have a lot of money. The bride said we could wear any shade of green. 
this dress is like slightly teal. Is it horrible if I wear it? And then the comments will be like, you fucking piece of shit. The bride said green. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it, it's like the bride is like, if you even hurt, if you even inconvenience her for one second of her wedding, you're a monster. Like it's crazy the reactions people have. But then there's also this thing that like, there's all this pressure to appease every every guest, right. right? So there's all this stuff that like maybe I would want to do, but it's like, oh, but people won't like that. You can't do that. Right, right. It's like this. I actually feel like I was going to write about this maybe, but like planning a wedding is like a perfect example of like a microcosm of what it is to exist in society <laughs> and how to both like fulfill your own needs mm -hmm. and fulfill the sometimes irrational needs of everybody else <laughs> around you. <laughs> And yeah. like things that like I could not possibly care about that people have cared about. And, and like what? Like I think my sister is like very worried that my shoes won't match my dress. And it's like who cares? Right. Like, why Why would you even think about this for one possible moment? It's not your shoes. Right. Also <laughs> right. your dress is so big. Like you won't be able uh, to see them. Right. Exactly. But like I the can't. amount of the amount of debate that went into like what was acceptable wedding shoes for me to yeah. have is like wild. <laughs> I can't wait to I, see your dress in you. I saw you a picture of you in it, but I can't wait to see it in real life. It's hot. Oh, thank you. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I've seen it in real life, so you have. It's it's a banana's you know dress. This. Huh? <laughs> no, oh right, you went to the fitting. <laughs> but like, yeah, so many things to like think about of like you know like what I want versus like what other people would want versus like what the expectations are. Yeah. I think the biggest moment that was difficult for me was like one of my bridesmaids asked if they could wear this one dress that was like very had a huge pattern on it mm. and so i had told people that i wanted them to wear blue and they could wear any shade of blue any design of mm -hmm. blue but like i hadn't thought about patterns yeah and the pattern had like a lot of like pink in it mm. and so it was like i was like really torn because i was like well this isn't really what i'd said but also i don't want to like stress someone out if this is like the only dress they found mm -hmm. yeah and it's like getting close to the day and so like that situation made me so deeply uncomfortable yeah because it was like i hate telling people what to do with their bodies yeah. but also like at what level is it like well like you can probably find just a solid blue yes, dress like, you know yeah. uh, but like i hate I've, I've hated being in those positions i'm also like Dying something is very easy, but you can oh, also but people just, not. But you're you're a whiz, at right? This right, stuff. right. I'm not a, I would have no I idea how to die. Literally, when something. I went to uh, elementary school, private school, we had to have these yellow shirts. Just dyed them. Like I was a child and so no, I was like it's so easy. I think. Let me guess. Like I would, I would have said, "Hey, if this is like the only thing that you've got that makes you feel good or if it's like the only thing in your budget or like I don't know I, you know I would prefer something solid because it'll match everyone else but like I don't want to inconvenience you body wise or monetary wise yeah I said something like you know if I, I like I was I had thought people would be in solids and I think everyone else is wearing solids but I also don't really want this I don't want this to be like a huge stressor for you yeah mm -hmm. perfect Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. 
NPR named the novel a, quote, sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Aza Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Aza is trying. She's trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living with the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. As someone with OCD, it is so wonderful to see OCD represented in an incredible book. I think it is so important that we talk about mental illness, both in our own lives and through narrative. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Hi everyone, Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books, and that is why I am so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment. And she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband goes into the attic a new husband comes out and she's she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic trying to figure out which one is the best it is right up my alley and i love it so much so if you want to take part in book of the month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for five dollars with code pedals that's five dollars off with code pedals i cannot recommend this enough do you want to share one of yours okay so i've become uh really obsessed with um, like tales from, so like tales Ooh. from tech support, tales from DoorDash drivers, like people that work in like service industry. So I found tales from the front desk. Oh, and uh, so I've just been down a complete rabbit hole of like people talking about customer service. So um, let me read uh, this. Front desk is customer service. Yeah, yeah. Like, like so tales from the front desk of like a hotel. Oh right, okay, got it. Okay. Literally just happened. Working N.A., waiting for the morning shift to show up, and this lady storms into the lobby, slams her phone and car keys down on the desk, and starts yelling, excuse me, 
to the empty front desk standing directly in front of we'll be right back here's our number if you need us sign so there's a sign that says that but she goes to the desk and she goes excuse me I round the corner trash bags in hand so I guess like this person was going to throw out the trash that's why they put the sign and ask how can I help her I'm here to check in me confused look of confusion check in isn't till three her I talked to the guy last night and he said he assigned he'd assigned my room and I already paid me even more confused now because my little my literal brother worked last night and I trained him better than to give out 7 a.m. early check ins without charging an extra fee and to make sure he informs me if he does. And none of that happened. Also, we never charge guests before check in ever. Well, I'm so sorry. They must have forgotten to communicate that with me. Let me just get your name and I'll pull up your reservation and get this sorted out. You damn better. We just drove 13 hours. Me. Oh, no. Just tell me your name and we'll get this fixed for you. Good. Blank stare. Blank stare. Do you think that this person is a nightmare in every scenario of their life? Yes. Yeah. Your name, please? Her. It's Karen Karens, which is obviously (laughs) not her name, but I love that. Me. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Um, would that be under a different name by chance or would you have the confirmation number? I'm not seeing it here. Her. I roll. Karen Karens. K-A-R-E-N-S. Karens. Me. Typing intensifies. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything here with that name. Her. What's that mean? You better have my damn room. The guy said you would and you already charged my card. Me. I'm sorry, but I don't see any reservation for Karens and we don't charge anyone until they check in. It's hotel policy. Her. This is bull. Let me find the damn email. Ten minutes of awkward standing later. Her. This is the Hayes Inn, right? Me. Turns to the giant Dollar Pay Inn Express sign behind me. No, this is the Dollar Pay Inn Express. There is no Hayes Inn in this town. Her. Well, where the hell is it? Me. Blank stare. I have no idea. (laughs) Your best bet would be to get in your car and use your GPS. Her. Ugh. Storms off. We have so much signage around the hotel and she parked next to one and walked past five or six signs and stood in front of a giant one. I did this once. No. I didn't throw a fit, but I went to the wrong hotel. What happened? And did you like argue with the person? I don't remember. It was when my it was when my old apartment was getting renovated and so I had to like stay at a hotel and I think my parents were using like points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, like how they'll have like Marriott, Marriott by mm-hmm. Courtside, like oh, two yeah. like very similar things in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And I and I like had I had like gotten there. I think I must have had sugar. I like had all this luggage. I went to check it and then was like, This is the wrong hotel. Oh no. <laughs> You and wouldn't. I had to get my car right back. It was so embarrassing. Oh, but you wouldn't like, I feel like you would never act like this. No, absolutely not. But I will say when I used to have worse emotional regulation, I I probably would get like, and I couldn't handle frustration. Yeah. I probably used to like, I was probably ruder in certain times of my life than I would ever be now. And it's mm-hmm. like deeply embarrassing to me. Oh, like where I would like lose my cool because I like couldn't. I didn't know how to keep my cool. Yeah. Yeah. This person says, I just don't get it. It's easy to be nice. I arrived to a hotel yesterday around noon after flying into the city, politely asked if we could check in, but was fully prepared not to be able to. Funny story. I had messed up and the reservation actually started today. I politely asked to add yesterday, which they could, and they even had a room. It was a pleasant exchange. So damn easy to be kind. And then someone said, I found that people are far more willing to maybe bend the rules just a little bit if you're kind and respectful. And then someone else said, I've damn near bent over backwards to help or accommodate someone who is kind at check-in. 
So it's like, yeah, there. I found, you know, it's the get more flies with honey mm-hmm. versus vinegar type thing, which I really had to learn. <laughs> and it's really true. It's so true. And it also just like when you're mean to people, it ruins your day too. Absolutely. Like it puts you in such a negative headspace. Absolutely. Um, But yeah. Oh, that's so wild. I can't even imagine. I guess I can because I did kind of did it, but <laughs> in uh, a different way. <laughs> I'm curious about this one called Our Lies. Okay, so I found this subreddit called Our Lies, and it's just people posting blatant lies. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, this post is a, a picture that's entitled Me at the Aquarium, and it's a photo of a guy in front of elephants. <laughs> And it's clearly him at a zoo, but he titled it Me at the Aquarium. And that's the perfect definition of my sense of humor. I like it. You're absurdist. You're absurdist. Me at the Aquarium and it's elephants. Oh my God, that's so funny. That is exactly your sense of humor. I know. That is exactly your sense of humor. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice to text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before so I'm so excited for that check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off create an unforgettable gift for your mom this mother's day that's mylifeinabook.com use code just between us for 10% off today So I also fell down this rabbit hole of cheaters. Ooh, nice. And so there's a subreddit called R Cake Eater, which is people who have a perfectly lovely marriage but still cheat. Like love their spouse, perfectly lovely. There's no there's no abuse, there's nothing wrong. They have sex all the time, no problems, but they still have to cheat. Yeah, there's people like this. I know. That's what I was saying when you said in that international question that that person clearly didn't lo- love 
his spouse. I'm like, no, some people do love their spouses and they still do these horrible things. But I'd things. argue that's not love. Well. So this is one um, where this guy, it's really long, but basically I just wanted to sum it up because there's twists and turns. Ooh, okay. So this guy's having an affair. His affair partner gets served divorce papers because the husband finds out about them. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of days or hours before the husband tells this guy's wife. Uh-oh. So he's knowing D-Day is coming. Right. So he takes time off work and he spends time with his wife and two daughters. And he just like is like, my day was filled with observation of details and appreciation. My wife's smell, the colors she wore, my daughter's laughter. I feel blessed to have a healthy and beautiful family. What will all, you know, what will happen? He's about to lose it. So it's mm-hmm. never looked better. Mm-hmm. How do I justify a six-year affair? Ooh. I don't know what the future holds. Any luck, blah, blah, blah. Okay, then... Um, people are like, what is going on? Not to be mean, but you never imagined life without her. You had a six-year affair. Um, then he says, no, I'm not confused. I don't have a problem separating love from sex. My heart is loyal to my wife, and she is it for me. Okay? Then they're like, well, this is kind of strange. Like, it's a really long affair. Like, it's sort of unforgivable because it's like, was definitely in your control. Then the guy says... So many responses about how I don't value my affair partner. Well, since I'm on a pour of my heart out role here, I'll tell you. She's gorgeous and smart and funny and open to different experiences. She's younger than myself and my wife. Seductive, sexy as fuck, but she is not my wife and she doesn't even compare. Okay? (laughs) That's interesting. Then it keeps going. Because, like, then he's like, okay, so your affair partner is just going to, like, lose everything and you're hoping that the husband doesn't tell your wife, like, so you don't even care. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Then he's like, the reason I straight has nothing to do with my wife. We have a good sex life in general. And I do have some kinks that she's not into. My wife meets 90% of my needs. My affair partner just meets 10. Okay, interesting. I don't want to leave. I don't want to start a new life with my affair partner. Best of luck to her, but she is not the gal for me. Oh my God. Okay. Best then, of luck is like one of like the worst things you could say to someone. It's like one of the most cutting things that you can best say. Best of luck. Best of luck. I love saying it in oh, an email. Oh, God. That really cuts to the bone. <laughs> so then he's writing this in a subreddit for cheating, right? Okay, yeah. So then he writes, for a bunch of cheaters, you guys are judgmental as fuck. <laughs> now that the shit hit the fan, I've realized in hindsight that it wasn't worth it. So then now all these people in the comments are like, you don't go into an affair thinking you're going to leave your partner, like have some, you know, have some uh, basically empathy. empathy for him, whatever. Good luck, dude. Getting caught sucks for all involved. Whatever. Okay, fine. Then he's like, um, then people are saying, okay, so here's their advice. I wouldn't admit to anything. We don't know if the news will get back to your wife. Imagine all the problems should be for not if she never learns the truth. If she does learn of the affair, then downplay it as a midlife crisis, job stress, or a short-term fling. And, like, don't say how long it was or say that she's exaggerating how long it was. Remember that we are in the practice of lying as part of this lifestyle. (laughs) Oh, my God. The cheating lifestyle. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. Interesting. So then he's like, I was prepared for all scenarios, but not this one. Doomsday did not come in the shape I was expecting. My affair partner ended up convincing her soon-to-be ex not to spill the beans to my wife in exchange for a smooth divorce. I thought I was in the clear. Then, yesterday, my affair partner sent me a blurry photo of my wife in the car with another man. She claimed they walked hand-in-hand to his car from a store in a nearby town. She got a shot of the plates, too. 
After some digging, I know that my wife is having an affair. I don't know how long for sure, but at least six months. He is a single dad our age and is telling her to leave the marriage. She is telling him she loves him. I'm afraid to confront her. I feel really numb at the moment. I took the day off work. Any advice? I love her and want to stay married. Any advice on how to proceed? Should I just let it run its course and monitor it? Should I confront her and hope for the best? Should I confess my affair and hope we all come clean and make the way for a new marriage? I'm now so fucking utterly confused. I have rehearsed things well, what I would say about my affairs, but I was not prepared for this shit. My, okay, so then it, it turns out that the affair partner's friend is who took the pictures and sent them to the affair partner. But it's true that his wife's having an affair? Yeah. Wow. My wife loves going into our sauna. I took her phone from the counter while she was relaxing. No password. It was all there on WhatsApp. And he was saved under a woman's name. I did not have time to read it all, but enough to confirm this goes back to April. And then someone said, perfect opportunity to go open. But I'm guessing not all cake eaters want their someone to have a slice of their own. Mm. So that's the thing with cake eaters, right? Is that they don't want to be polyamorous. They don't want to be open mm-hmm. because they want to be able to fuck other people, but they don't want their, uh, they don't, mm. they're jealous and they don't want mm-hmm. their person to whatever. So he's like, we had a good sex life. I don't really understand. Now there's only two outcomes. She loves him and she leaves me or she loves me and she stays. I'm hoping this is just a fling. And then someone's like, why can't your wife have cake of her own? Which, by the way, is just open relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Unless it's like sneaky open. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know, but like, do what you do, I guess. Don't ask, don't tell. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Logically, we are both getting our itches scratched. So what's the big deal? But I'm not ruled by logic. My emotions are overpowering my logic. Never in my life have I expressed this type of emotional and physical distress. I thought I was going to ball my eyes out and throw up on the carpet. Wow. You cheated on her. Uh, And it's been going on for six years. Six years. I want to know what the wife's percentage, since his is 90-10, what's the wife's percentage of how much she's happy with him? Right. Well, I bet he is not as present in his relationship as he thinks that yep. he is because he's That's... having a six year long affair. Mm-hmm. And how did he not notice that, that she, she was, was having, having an affair? Yeah, yeah. She's, he's probably been like so MIA and been like, she's not on to me at all. Yep. Right. And so I'm like, is hers like 40, 60? What is mm. it? OK. Update. <gasps> My marriage seems to be over. <laughs> Confronted my wife this past weekend, sat her down without warning, told her I knew she was having an affair and with whom. Asked her if she loved him and what her plan was. She was caught off guard, went to the bathroom for 10 minutes. When she came out, she looked me straight in the eyes and said, I know about your affair too. I have known for some time. I love him and I want a divorce. The next days were a blur. I tried to talk to her, but she shut me down. She moved into the spare bedroom and is making appointments with law firms. I have signed up for emergency therapy. I'm on meds for dealing with anxiety and lack of sleep. This is so surreal. I heard her talking to him last night and I cut our internet cord. Kind of crazy because I need the internet for work and she just switched to her phone to talk to him. So many emotions are running through me. I made love to her this past week and today she's a total stranger. How has this happened? How can she not feel any emotion? Over 20 years gone. Just like that. No looking back. I feel so blindsided. I can talk to my brother who lives across the country. That's the only person I can talk to. And I have to vent to you find people on here. I just need to get this out. Wow. Did you not? Then someone wrote, did you not play her for six years? Have you asked her how long she's known? You should have listened to your heart instead of your dick. Anyone who cheats and doesn't think this scenario is a possible outcome is a fool. Oh, my God. This is so funny. 
And then the guy said, in my heart, I have never strayed. I am a selfish, entitled, arrogant asshole, but I do love my wife. She played me. Well done. What? <laughs> that he's making himself the victim. I guarantee she knew about his affair before she started her affair. That's what it seemed like from what he said. That's Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm glad that they're, I'm glad that, that, that she's moving on. The player got, the player got played. So Mm -hmm. I just, so here's the thing. And this is the fundamental thing is that, did he love his wife? I think he did. But Mm. I guess you have a weird issue with this. I think people can do terrible things to people they love. But like, uh, uh, I guess for me, like the six year affair. People compartmentalize. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny that you as a polyamorous person are like, but how can you love two people at once? Because the lying. I don't like the lying. Mm-hmm. But that's just a that's just a personality trait. But the lying comes with the cheating. And the lying, if you're lying, that's that's bad. That's just you being a bad partner, though. I mean, there are people that like lie to their spouses about all sorts of things. Right. And I don't like that. But it doesn't mean they don't love their spouse. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Melissa? I think there's fine people on both sides. <laughs> Well, right okay. in, listeners. <laughs> I can see what both of y'all are saying. Yeah. And it's like, you know. I don't think it's slut. a good love. I don't think it's a healthy love. Yeah. But All I think right. they think that they're experiencing love. Mm-hmm. I don't but know. does that mean it is love? Right. Well, I don't I don't think love is like as, I don't think like there's something that you can like put love in a Petri dish and decide if it's love or not. I think love comes in many forms. And one of those forms is lying. I think some people are liars, but I also think liars love people fascinating interesting anyway it's time for read it or not (laughs) i think Um, it's my turn yeah it is your turn turn. okay i will say i want to know if there's anything on reddit about getting your thumb stuck in your car door didn't know where that was going (laughs) there must be oh but it's gonna be like gross photos isn't it yeah i don't want to click on it but smash my thumb and lock the car door on no no! Your thumb is stuck in the car? Let me, I'm gonna see. Hold on. No! Oh no. Yep, there's a picture. No, oh, no, no, no. I'm not gonna look at the picture. My hand is covering it, I'm but I'm just gonna the podcast. read. I'm quitting the podcast. I'm just gonna read the title. Okay. Yes. Smashed okay. my thumb and locked the car door on my thumb. <gasps> Went to urgent care and was told it's a bit too late to drain. What are your thoughts? There's two pictures. I will not be clicking, I will not be removing my hand. From here, but there are pictures. But if they went to urgent care, that means they're not trapped in the car anymore. No, they didn't. But they did lock it. <laughs> they dro- You're imagining that they drove up to urgent care with their hands sucking well, it. When they, when they, they said locked, locked, I thought they were caught and they couldn't get it out and that there was a prolonged Well, they wouldn't still be messaging. They would have just got on Reddit. They had to get off. They had to go okay, somewhere. Okay, their hand, their finger is stuck in the car, but it's time to be real. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the people in the comments said, urgent care most likely knows more than me, but you definitely are losing that nail. Oh, just the nail. That's not that bad. Well, oh I God. can't see how bad the picture is. Yeah. Oh, God. My friend doesn't have a nail on his pinky because it got stuck in a bicycle chain. Aww. Yeah, it's pinky toe. It's pinky toe. Oh, that's, that's more understandable. Anyway. A lot of people don't have pinky toe nails. Really? Yeah. From bicycle chains? No, just because they just... Pinky toes are so, the nail is so little. It just can come up. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. I think it is. Okay. Do you well. have pinky toes? 
I do. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back on Wednesday with another full-blown episode of Just Between Us and back on Monday with another episode of Too Long. Did read it. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Montz. Edited by Coco Lorenz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at, at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gun. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever. Dog. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.